Welcome back, podcast family. Let's continue our talk with our friends, Sam and Tracy, as they continue to share their Louis body experiences. I've got a few questions here. I'm going to break it down uh, so I don't overwhelm y'all. But this is for the both of you. What advice would you give those seeking a diagnosis? Be flexible. Mm-hmm. Um, understand the 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 journey to diagnosis is not simple. It's not cut and dried. Uh, it, you know, if you ask a hundred people about their diagnosis, you're going to get a hundred different uh, journeys um, to that point. The but but. <laughs> And Tracy helped me a lot with this. Was just be patient with it. Um, just, just, just because. I, I mean, our our symptoms can be all over the place, and and I think that's one of the challenges that um, that neurologists experience is they they see ten people that. They're trying to diagnose with Louis body, but they all, t- all 10 or 100 or however many they may be seeing, they see so many variations of, of how it, it comes out, how it presents. And so, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't fault doctors for, for not knowing about Louis body, but it's, it is, it is so vast uh, it's it's a it's a vast amount of knowledge for any one neurologist to come to understand all the the variety of of, of symptoms that we have. So um, so patients would definitely come into play. Um, on, I on think some also. Life. I think also um, the sheet that comes from the Louis Body Research Center. That is so powerful because I didn't have that. I didn't know about it. The first few doctors we saw and then I, I saw a copy of it and I wrote a note to my doctor before we, well, Sam's doctor, before we went in for the original appointment with them. So they already had a clue as to what we were coming in for and what was what my suspicions were. Yeah, and folks, she's talking about the the uh, Lewy Body D- Dementia Symptom Tracker page, and uh, that's available at the Lewy Body Resource Center. Norma Loeb has done a great job putting that symptom tracker uh, tracker together. So it, you can go on there and, and print it up, and that way you've got it to fill out and carry to your doctor's office. Yeah, and and we always we always try to say like write down all the symptoms you see and even videotape some of them because like like Sam says, one hand you you can't fault the doctors because those are Louie go in there and showtime and act as normal as they yeah. more normal than they can usually act. And I, I can tell you when Norma started making that symptom tracker, she had like a, a, on a spreadsheet and she ended up having like 90 some symptoms, you know. So she she broke it down to the ones who to the symptoms that were most occurring, you know, and it it's really a, a, a great tool to carry to your doctor's office with you. 
But folks, uh, share again, if you haven't yet, what tests Sam had before he got the uh, Lewy body dementia diagnosis. And from both of your experiences, what would you suggest people take with him to the doctors on the first visit? The first tests that I remember having were brain scans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and they didn't show anything. And then I went back. The DAT scan. I had the DAT scan that that shows that the little comma-shaped things in the middle of your brain. I don't remember what that's. The parent. Yeah. It don't matter. But anyhow, the. And. All kinds of blood work. Yeah. EEGs, EKGs, EMGs. Um, he had several MRIs. Yeah. He, he just had one recently and it yeah. doesn't show Louie, buddy. <laughs> yeah. And it's, uh, they do all that to rule out other things, you know? Yes. Try yes. to rule out other things for and sure. Also, uh, Sam's actually had a lot of genetic testing too because yep. for the, the extra the, movement. Yeah, for the second time, there there has been some recent breakthroughs with the genetics evolving ataxia, and and so the 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 they're trying to connect my ataxia with with the genetic predisposition, and so. Um, we'll see where that goes. I mean, I didn't have to have another. They didn't. They they used the samples that they got two years ago mm-hmm. um, in the database to compare with uh, with the new findings. So we'll find out about that you know, in in a month or two or three. I don't remember how long it takes, but he's had um, multiple personality. Those tests, those four hour. I think he's had three of those, and I actually kind of keep up with Sam on where he is by doing my own little test just to see if he's improving or if I'm noticing a great decline. Just You know, how long does it take him to change over a load of laundry or um, things like that? Fix a bowl of cereal. <laughs> just, to, just to try and, you know... Where do I need to be in his task? We just recently found out that Sam is is hating lists. I, I, well, I'm a list maker and list I, checker off her. That's kind of a stretch, honey. I don't know that I would say I hate a list. He doesn't like them. Strongly yeah, doesn't like them. <laughs> a list really frustrates me because I don't have the ability to pick one thing off of the list. I just look at the list in total and try to process everything on the list at the same time. And that that doesn't that doesn't work well with me. Um now I am able to follow directions to assemble furniture, but I um where it should take me an hour, it takes me eight or ten. Because I have to read the direction, that next step, and I have to read it over and over again and and pre-fit and make sure I have the right fasteners and all that junk. But but even with those directions, I can single out that next instruction detail and don't worry about all the others. But when she writes a list, you know, 
check the vacuum cleaner, uh, empty the dryer and and fold the towels and and put everything. I mean, it's just it's overwhelming to me um, because I read so much into that list that she didn't intentionally do. Now she doesn't she doesn't make make lists anymore. But she's very, very good about keeping track of where I am, what I'm doing. And sometimes I forget to tell her when I'm finished. And and so that's on me, though. It's about understanding where your loved one is at the moment and being flexible. Like Because Sam and Tracy shared about the list story in our support meetings. It's great that people can hear, you know, like you, I didn't even think to keep track of things like you're doing, like doing your own little testing of things that the, that Sam used to do and how long it takes them. I mean, that's that's a great idea to do, um, to figure that out. In the beginning, it would take him five minutes to get stuff out of the dryer and situate it. Now it's 30 minutes. So you know, that's, that's quite a decline. However, that makes me know that maybe he just needs to get the clothes out of the dryer, not do anything with them. And working full time, I I needed that support to try and, um, because we don't have a, another caregiver. I am the only caregiver and Sam does not eat unless someone puts food in front of him. He, he very rarely will fix himself something. If, if he does, it takes him a long time. Yeah. And I'm um, like an hour to make a bowl of oatmeal. So it's it's something that I need to support him to do that. And that has been very telling to me over the last couple of months. Right. But I remember you sharing about, you know, you were thankful that he said that to you about the lists. And, and now you put one thing on the list, which we were all like, is that really a list then? <laughs> but it's. It is. It's something to do. But Curry's the same way. He doesn't eat unless somebody puts food in front of him. Yeah. I don't, I don't get hungry. You know, I, I don't think about eating unless Linda, she'll fix me a plate and put it in front of me. You know, other than that, I don't think about eating. Well, uh, unless you know where I'm going. Reese's. Unless someone accidentally <laughs> leaves their bag of Reese's on the floor when they get put in the hospital for three days and you come back and the empty bag was sitting on the floor. And I'm like, yeah. Reese's or caram caramel popcorn. Yeah, we just found that out. Like the kind in the Cracker Jack box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, before we ask any more questions to all of you listening, please, please share the podcast name with your doctors and any medical personnel you encounter. The one thing that gets Curry's goat up is uh, doctors only wanted to see you twice a year, like Tracy said, only for 10 minutes um, after you get diagnosed. Uh, which we all know uh, that's, you know, way too long of a period between gaps of visits um, with the patients. Because um, Kari now, I think you see him every 90 days, right? But anyway, there there's no way that doctors will remember you six, six months later, especially when they see so many people. So we just ask you all to share the name of the podcast. And if you, because the more we... We share so that, doc, you know, I just imagine I'm hoping doctors can listen to it in their car and they can hear other Louis body, you know, all the Louis body people that have been on in the last two and a half years. Um, and we have, we now have business cards made up 
for the podcast with QR code on it. So if you want us to send you, mail you some of the business cards, you just send me a message or curry, you know, through Facebook Messenger or at the Louis Body Roller Coaster at gmail.com. We'll we'll mail them out to you if you want to hand them out. And we also have a bunch of brochures made up uh talking about Louis Body. So if you want some of those, just let us know and we'll send you some. They're, they're great handouts to give to the doctor or the emergency room personnel, whoever. Yeah. Is the QR code? Oh, this is new to me. Yes. I didn't know we had QR this. Code is, on there. Is that the QR code that goes with the pod, podcast? Yes. Yes. Oh, right uh, there on the back. Could you send me one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll send you more than one. I know. I was like, and I'll send you some business cards. So there. Yeah. But I'm out <laughs> of cards. Oh, there you go. So it's a good thing I brought it up. I didn't know. I didn't know we had those. But I'm yeah, thankful somebody did those for us. Anyway, I just wanted to throw that out. Throw that out to everybody that we can send you some stuff. Sam, I'm always saying there's a lot of good life left after diagnosis. What words of advice could you share with others who get diagnosed with Lewy body to stay positive and continue to enjoy life to its fullest? I would have to say, surround yourself with quality people that that understand you. Uh, whether whether it be family friends, uh, but I mean by by all means surround yourself with good people like like we have in our Zoom groups. There there is so much understanding there; it's it's immeasurable. Um, but but um, don't give up on life. Don't 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 just sit at home and fold your hands. Um, stretch your horizons um because if if you limit your creativity too much uh, <laughs> uh saying that i've that i've that i've lived by for decades i mean i learned it in my later teenage years but when you're when you're green you're growing and when you're ripe you're rotten and you know I, I long to never be ripe. I long to always be able to learn. Um, and with with quality people around you, it, it gives purpose to what you're able to learn. Even though it, it may just be a thin vein that that you can help with. Um, live live a good life with Louie by having purpose. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that was that was well put sam for sure yeah there's you know and it's a lot of people are diagnosed with many diseases and you just have to live the best life you can with with what you what you have um go out there and start a podcast people right there Karen? you go that's it and five support groups and <laughs> two facebook pages but anyway um, I just wanted to piggyback real quick on, on, cause we've talked a lot about attending the support groups and we always say that the days you're struggling and don't want to attend one of the support meetings, that those are the days that you really need to attend the meeting because people in the group always listen and provide uplifting support. Um, I mean, this last, the meeting we had yesterday, Friday's meeting, I, it was such a great, I, I texted Curry. I'm like, that was just such a great meeting. It was just. And it was. So many of them are. Yeah. It, a lot of times you don't realize it, it may not be what you 
uh, put into the meeting, but it's what you get out of the meetings. Mm -hmm. And what, what everybody feels comfortable enough in, in sharing. And and like like Sam had said, you know, it's just like one of my classrooms. Like you have a whole bunch of dis different personalities and we have a comedian in the group who always makes us laugh. Yeah. Um, he, he is like, he's got the Robin Williams quick wit. I mean, he just can come up with some pretty funny. It was just a very, I thought it was probably one of our most powerful meetings. And we had two, two kind of newer people come in. So, and that, and that's always beautiful to see is how everybody just welcomes people in like with, with hugs, virtual hugs, you know, and just, um, and we're all there for each other. Yeah. That's another we're, we're story. One big family. Yeah, let's yeah. tell their story because the one lady had come in saying her uh, her husband and the other lady's brother who's are in denial about the disease, and we've got a couple people in the group that were just like that, and they are the ones that are the most powerful in helping those people, you know, learn to accept. But anyway, I just wanted to thank you both for sharing with our listeners the the power of attending our you know the support meetings. Not it doesn't even have to be ours, just support meetings. Yeah, uh, Sam and Tracy, uh, this is a two-part question. Is there anything else you'd like to share that we haven't asked? Yeah, I'm, I'm just, you know, expanding a little bit on what I said about draw closer people that understand you as you are. Um, and that's the, the only way that you can fit all of that into a routine is by by distancing yourself from the people that don't understand you um uh, you know carrie being a truck driver you have you have friends all over the country and and i had dozens of truck drivers that i would talk to you know just to pass the miles and the hours away and that that was very enjoyable all those years of driving and then as as things kind of went south with me and driving and you know not able to drive anymore all all of those people i would still try to get in touch with but they would they would well first they it started where they wouldn't they wouldn't answer their phone when i called them and these are people that we all called each other i mean regularly and and they quit calling me and I would call them and they would talk. We wouldn't talk for two or three minutes and they would have to go. Um, but it just kind of a slow evolution of every, everybody that didn't understand me. It, there was just this great distance that developed. And, you know, so, so none of those people call me anymore. None of them. Even though they tell me they'll never forget me and, you know, they want to keep in touch with me, but I'm still, I'm, I'm not, no, I'm not still. I'm, I will believe it when that phone rings and I see that it's them calling me. You know, I've still got all their contacts in my phone and I would, I would talk to them till the cows come home to help them understand what Louis Body Dementia is about. And, and but they have to be willing to do that. But the advice I would give is, you know, the people that that don't get it, just let that distance develop. 
because it if it if if it's not helpful to you to have them not understand, then that's not going to contribute to your quality of life. And you know, like I said, I had I had friends for decades that I talked to that never call anymore. And you know, at first it's very disappointing, but then um but but then when 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 I'm sorry, she made me lose my train of thought. But um but but when we realize that we can invest in time with people that do understand, that's 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 a true positive meaning for your life. Yeah. Quality so, over quantity. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I I I feel like I have um relationships with the Louis body community where you know the relationships that I had with a lot of people were an inch deep and a mile wide. I've got relationships with with people in the Louis body community that are an an inch wide and a mile deep. I mean, we can talk about anything. We can discuss it any time of the day or night, three o'clock in the morning. If I need to call Curry, he'll answer the phone. And if and if and if he needs to call me, we'll we'll just we'll just make a phone call and I'll sit there and listen, you know, minutes or hours, just whatever, whatever he needs, whatever anybody needs. And you know, I'm not just going to single curry out, but it's, it's anything anybody needs. We need, uh, we need to recognize that, 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 you know, we're here for each other, just like a true family is. And uh, I know a lot of our members have, have stated that they feel closer to the Louie family than they do their own family. Even they may just live down the street a short distance. They've, they feel closer to us. And it's because we have genuine uh, connections, genuine interest in helping each other. Yeah, I, I agree. That was well said. I'm going to, so what for Tracy, I'll, I'll take your next question, Curry. So this will be, going to be our last question for, for time's sake. Because we could talk to you guys forever. And your dog sounds like it needs to go out soon. <laughs> right. Trust me, we've had our dog and bigger things happen. So what, Tracy, what final advice would you give to others on this journey? Like final w words of wisdom, perhaps. I would say um, that you need to share with everyone that you're involved with about what you're going on going through and not try and hide that you're having some kind of health issue going on in your family. Um, I think that people generally are going to try and um, go to bat for you if you've been their friend or whatever, but um, it, it does make people fall off of the friendship boat. <laughs> but, but and I've got a great example here. It, it also it also brings people into your life that you know that are going to tolerate you. And Sam and I actually went to a dinner with some uh, friends from church last Saturday. And everyone in the room knew that Sam had dementia. And we were, you know, we discussed about Louie body and stuff. 
and we actually have an invitation to come back. You know, it's a lot for people to think, well, this is this is different, but it's okay. And so I really appreciate those people because that's um, that's just showing love and acceptance and, um, you know, just being kind to one another. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you both you know, personally for coming on and sharing. Um, I know it just hearing you, Sam, some of the things you said and you, Tracy, but just the way you worded some things from a Louis body perspective is going to really help a lot of people. So you guys love you both like your family. We love you, Sam. Love you, too. And I second, I second that. I just think the world of both you guys, mm -hmm. I love you just like, just like your blood. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah. But folks, that's all we have time for this week. We can't thank you both for coming on to share your experiences with our listeners. And please remember, we want all of you to be a part of our podcast series and share your thoughts on topics you want to hear about. We provide our email address below in the episode description. So please feel free to send us an email with topics you want to hear about or you want us to explore. We'd love to hear your feedback. Yep, and our email is louiebodyrollercoaster@gmail.com, or you can Facebook Messenger with our at our, our journey with Louie Body page or our Louie Body Rollercoaster page because we we really can't thank everybody enough for supporting us. Especially, I want to personally thank everybody for your patience as I tried to recoup or recover or I don't know if recover is the word, but just last year I wasn't able to do as much as I wanted to do with this podcast. So I want to thank everybody. And remember, we're doing this podcast for all of us, and we appreciate that you tune in each week. Yeah, and Sam and Tracy, I want to thank you all one more, one last time. I really appreciate you. We both do. But Our pleasure. Yeah, and we're thankful for Curry and Linda uh, for y'all giving us this platform uh, to share about how good life can be. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's a wonderful life. Yep. Yeah. And... Folks, as always, we will continue to post the link for the podcast each week for you in our Facebook group, Our Journey with Louie Body Dementia, and on our Louie Body Roller Coaster podcast group page, as well as many other groups. So thanks for joining us. Until next week, this is Linda and Curry signing off. Thank you.